rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance. Yes, sir. Now, wow. this is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. Nigga. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. <laughs> this is the ignorant shit you like. You know the boy he has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, episode 83. And number 83, we're going to go to the Super Bowl speedster from the Chicago Bears, Willie Goat, number 83. And 83 was a, was a bittersweet year, but these guys came out in March 83, and they changed the world, and we all seen it for the last week and a half. 29 million followers watched them on BET, whatever it was on, and they are the one and only... We was before our time with this too, Jamal. Remember we had had these songs on the, on the first show? Yeah. With Boyz II Men and all that, the Boyz II Men song? We yeah. Cried. He cries on his show like once every six months. Well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead and play it, Kyle. When I'm play drunk, it. when I'm drunk, yeah. Yeah, yeah he get drunk. He, that he, first he, couple he, episodes. He get, he get down. Shout out to all the, all the followers. Hey, it's Candy Girl. Shout out to all the girls that was celebrating. Oh, oh, the Shields The Seventh grade for the first time, <laughs> eighty-three. I was doing good. Still ain't got a, so much as a kiss from a girl. I, I begged with brother to go with me. Then I broke up with at the end of the day. I said, you know, uh, that jealous girl for hey girl, why are you so jealous? I mean, if you had the right one, <laughs> I, I said the whole rhyme to it. She was like, did nobody want to go with your ugly ass? No way. I was like, I just want to go with you just to tell you that part. Roberta Simmons, shout out to her. Okay. I seen her too. Well, you, she, you know what, don't how, you? How she look? I ain't gonna say she ugly because she get about to get her income taxes back. So you know how that go. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> no, she all right. She all right. <laughs> she all right. She, she got some big ass sons. Hey, Reg, you wasn't even born in '83. Yeah, you came about '85. Yeah, '85. You was a young boy. You was a, you was still in Nutville, then. What? Bombs. I'm not gonna pick on Reg all night either, y'all. Play it. Check him in this dish. We got so much to talk about tonight. So wavy. New Joe Young. So elegant. Featuring Max B, Don Q, Dave East. 
I just wanna be free. Moving like they just evicted me. Pulled up in that foreign, got them niggas sick of me. Sick. Feds in the projects, I heard that they was taking pics of me. Nas co-signed in no Versace rocking history. My nigga, this shit here, it should go down in history. We had them bundles, ask your uncle, he was trying to sniff for free. Niggas it. tried to rob me, turned into a fucking mystery. Trapping till I got like 50,000 on the wrist of me. 50. Mixing Chris with weed, I'm flipping different from these. <gasps> Scriptures tatted on us, no Bibles we had to read. You moving not half my speed, you got a little buzz, but I got a little Cause that'll kill you if you laugh at me Ain't nothing funny, we bout this money Come check the bank statement Every month we on vacation, we cake chasing No patience, nigga, I hate waiting AK's quaking, I heard you rat and seen the statement Rat, Davies I just wanna be free I just wanna be free I just wanna be free Moving like they just evicted me Moving like they just evicted Moving like they just evicted, moving like they just evicted, moving like they just evicted me. Moving like they just evicted. Crossing state lines and got this canine sniffing me. I think they heard it through the grapevine snitching me. Straight shotters. Max B, Method Man, and Joe Young. That's who that is. Yeah. Yeah, the ladies, you know, Method Man. They don't know nobody in the Wu Tang, but Old Dirty, he did. The ladies love Method Man. I guess because of that song with uh, Mary J. Blige, they think he's so fine and all that shit. Word. Shout out to Method Man. I cut his head one time. I gave him a line and he gave me $200. So, ladies, that, y'all, that, that, was was bombs. that was part of me. That was part of me. That was part of me. Line them up on the bus. $200. I was so happy I sung every Wu-Tang song for the next two weeks. <laughs> Cashews, everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, 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 dollar bill, bills, y'all. Been a great week, man. Mighty Whitey's right there. What's up, Mighty Whitey? That's Mighty Whitey. Talking to the mic, Mighty Whitey. Yes, sir. Yeah, there we, you go. See, we giving them orders. Yeah. To Trump stop signing shit, you're going to take <laughs> orders from us, niggas. <laughs> Shake the skull cap. Right. What up, Shay? Right. It's my right. niece right there. My pretty Shay. Right, right, right. Hey, happy birthday to all the Aquariuses in the world, too. This is Aquarius season, the sign of the fish. Yes, sir. They finna show out. They finna show out, like, for real. But, ladies, if you're Aquarius, new uh, music, you should smell like a fish. Uh, Rick Ross. Laying in my bed, I'm under Nico chandeliers. Can't say too many names they had these kind of years. Night sweaters and these icy diamonds on my wrist. Ice cube looking nigga, you know life a bitch. I once got no allowance, now I got the crown. I said I was the boss, nobody made a sound. Really had to see them things, this level storytelling. Who else could flip a chorus in the 40 million? Out in cons with Leonardo DiCaprio. While I don't bond, pray I go to trial, rapido. Eight felonies telling me, wanna give me life. Every nut I bust, really, I gotta do it twice. Ricky Ronaldo, really, when I'm in Portugal. I pull a yacht out this weekend, I'm fucking so and so. Camera slash, paparazzi laying in the grass. Tom Brady, my new neighbor, you can tell him that. 
Show man, Yo. hey man, how you gonna play two? You gonna play two minutes of the whole new edition shit and only play two minutes of my song, man? You know, new edition run shit. Damn, man. We are here, February first, Black History Month, and first podcast of the month on this first Wednesday night. February 1st, a lot of people got paid, got a lot of snap, link, all that shit came in today. That means the grocery stores around the world are busy and packed. And they charge the seven cents for bags in Chicago now. Hell yes. Seven cents to get a shopping bag to put your possessions in. Right. That you have just purchased. That's right. Seven cents per bag. Don't make a difference if you don't want the bag. You still gonna get taxed for it. Damn. That's, that's how it is. And that's some shit, ain't it? So now the niggas are selling loose squares, I'm selling loose bags, too, huh? Bombs! That was a good one. Loose squares, two bags. I mean, that's the, truth. that's the truth. That's the truth. They're going to start selling bags, for real. <laughs> they are going to, that's a new fucking, uh, a new racket now. Ooh, they finna, it's going to be lit well, around this bitch. They finna start stealing all these bags, and here, look, I got all these bags here, right here. One dollar. Damn. Think about that. You sell 10 of those bags right there for one, $10? That's a what? A, 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 a Happy Meal? Yeah. A nickel bag? Yeah. And you straight for the rest of the night. Yeah, you, you, you. Yeah, nickel and dime bags is totally different sense now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Trump. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> fuck Trump. <laughs> what? That's where a nigga, he like, man, fuck who the president is. Nigga, I hate today. He ain't got a high. Fuck that. I'm about to get my yeah. dick sucked now. <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta think. You, you, you got up. You beat the system. Yeah. You got high. Uh-huh. And you shot it nut off. Life is good. Life is good. That sounds <laughs> like a really great good. day. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a nigga's day. That's as you could tell that um as you could tell there's no uh jugs bunny this weekend. I mean this this uh, this Joe's Jugs Bunny this uh tonight. Um so it's just me, Magic Mike, Obama Natty, Mighty Whitey. Um and I'm happy. And this you, was this you, was the closest I'm, I've ever been to not doing a show. And I called you at what, six thirty? Yeah. And I was like, I had yesterday I had like a twenty four hour virus or whatever. My throat was messed up. Uh huh. Today I had the headache out this world. My throat was still messed that up. Body telling you you gotta get that get that shit out your system. So I went huh? to the crib for a minute. No, like, man, it's too much shit went on. Man. 
man. I gotta go. Too much reason. shit. When like I say I'm, I'm when I say I'm happy, I'm like shit. I'm happy. It's, it's the first of the month. I'm happy that it's Black History Month and fuck Black History Month, man. Oh, uh, here we go. And that was the the, the voice of Obama Nati. Yeah, that's some uh, bullshit. Why is what is some bullshit? Why is Black History Month some bullshit? Cause man, it's like they trapping us into one month, the shortest fucking month, and they not even telling us the real history. Like if if we had Black History Month and they like told us the real history outside of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X the same stories over and over and over again, then it can be appreciated more. But they don't even tell us the real story. But it's on you to go out and find out your true knowledge of self and true history. Am I correct? Yeah, but I'm talking about the kids. Like they put an emphasis on it in school. Correct. So they should teach the children more of uh more of the Black history than they do. Do do you really think your oppressor is going to try to help you? In no, any type I, no, of way? I, I understand the problem, but I'm just saying, I would appreciate Black History Month if they did that. But since they don't do that, fuck Black History Month. Okay, but what about the thing about? Uh, do we have to give? Do we have to succeed control over to the government and everybody and, and blame everybody on the educators and shit like that? No, I'm, I'm not blaming the educators. I'm just saying they not do. They not holding up their end of the bargain. And um, it's just like a, it's more of a novelty than something to be proud of. It seemed like they just threw some shit out there to shut up uh, the residual effects of the civil rights movement. Like, all right, y'all got Black History Month so now, be, shut the fuck up. You had to go beyond that. Shut up the Jim Crow era. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about after all of that. Right. They just threw Black History Month like, okay, well, y'all should be satisfied now. Well, I mean, they was really in fear for when Marcus Garvey was going to take us back to Africa. Yeah, you realize that, right? Yeah, they were. They were in fear of that. You see what they did to him. The the more I the more I learned about Marcus Garvey, the the less I like Martin Luther King. Okay, I, I can give you that much. I can give you that much. The early Doctor King, not that that last year of Doctor King, totally different. Well, he kind of transitioned to more of a, a, a economic uh, platform than just black rights towards the end of his. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's really why he got assassinated. Right. If he would have just stayed focused on niggas, then they would have just let him keep on talking to 1996 till he died of HIV with uh when he got it with Magic Johnson. But that was a 92 November seventh. I'm saying he would have died from AIDS with his cheating ass. But anyway, um, <laughs> if he would have stayed on if he would have stayed on topic of just African American struggles, then he would have still probably been alive to this day. Do you think there's something wrong with getting some pussy on the side? That's at least a man can do is get some pussy on the side. Who wants to fuck the same pussy? It, it didn't have all to be. It didn't have to be 167 pussies, Mike. Yeah, it, it should. No, it should have been. That's how much it should have been. 200. <laughs> it should have been more than that. If he had getting rocks to the head and marching from Alabama to Washington, he deserved to get his dick sucked and some pussy in whenever he wanted to at the drop of a hat. Bombs. <laughs> Y'all losing the focus of this shit. It is bad. What do you think it's for? Just a piss? Only you can make sense out of that. Yeah, man. I kind of feel bad for saying something about Martin Luther King now. Look, um, it's this TV show that comes on uh, Vice Channel. Are you familiar? Obama and Addy, Mighty Whitey. Are you familiar? Magic Mike. I don't with, watch too much with TV. With Vice? Yes. Yeah. You familiar with Vice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you familiar with Vice Channel? Yeah, I'm familiar with the channel. Okay. What is it? The show is called Hate Thy Neighbor. Mm. Uh, Span on what, what, what's the Hate coach? Thy Neighbor is a is a is a show where a comed- a dyslexic comedian 
with a with a lisp um who is half original half um white um he he's a comedian but he goes around to different um he goes around to different people different sets of people to discuss why they hate certain delegations so the first episode dealt with the national social socialist movement right that was the first episode second episode dealt with the black israelites which debuted um this past tuesday the hebrew israelites black israelites hebrew israelites okay. yeah just... same thing um now i i would like to suggest that everybody that listens to reasonable english podcast please go to two, channel 271 on your um direct, direct tv i don't know what what it is on comcast okay Whatever Vice Channel is on Comcast, go if it's on there, watch this show. If it's on DirecTV, if you have DirecTV like I do, watch the show. It's on every Tuesday night. Um, Vice really has some really great programming. <coughs> Vice has some really great programming. I'm, I'm a very much of a fan of Action Bronson and his Fuck That Delicious show. But getting back to the Hate Thy Neighbor show, so... What the the premise of the show, Bob Natty, he um goes around and interviews and talks to people in in these different uh, um sects of you know race or whatever, and it's dealing with race and their thought processes and everything. But then he has a of the flip side of it is he gets on stage and talks about it to a crowd and makes you know some very much sarcasm jokes of it. Now, sidebar, side note. In your opinion, but all three of y'all's opinion, what is the white man's second or third language? What's his second or third language? Yeah. Mm. What is the white delegation's second or third language besides English in America? Slang. You say slang. Yeah. What do you say? I was going to say Ebonics. White delegation. Yeah. E- Ebonics. Yeah. What do you say? I mean, are we talking about an actual language? A derivative. Derivative of a language? Yeah. Probably. It's still language, though. Probably some kind of hick country. Hick country. Yeah. Okay. Is, no other is, is racism Redneck? a language? Redneck. I would say, and I'm going to be, uh, think about what I'm saying here. Sarcasm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sarcasm is the most second- Use language by the white delegation, especially white males, next to English in America. That seems right. You understand? What, you, you see where yeah. I'm coming from, it right? Make, it yeah. makes sense. Okay. For women, it's snark. Snarky, caddy, whatever. Ain't that kind of racist to say snarky and caddy when attributed to white women? It might be. But you're calling, them, you're calling me out on that one. Okay. I was, no, I was. There was a question. I wasn't. I, I, I was, yeah, it I might was, be. There are women. Are, are would you say women are more sar? Who, who's more sarcastic in the in the white delegation? White women or, or white men? White men. Okay, because they're uncomfortable, but they try to still fit in. Okay, is that true? What do you mean uncomfortable? Like, what? Okay, 
in my experience, white men seem to be uncomfortable even a little bit outside of what they're used to. You mean in like different groups and like yeah, different groups, different uh, settings. You know, whatever they're not completely familiar with on a day to day basis. I could see that. Yeah, Yeah. I could see that. Okay, sarcasm is uh, um, is used a lot in comedy. Am I correct? Exactly. Um, Sarcasm. Now, sarcasm for black folks is is different. For black delegation, is very much different. Than it is in white delegation. How? How? Yeah. Give me an. Let me give you some examples. No, because I I was just saying I have a thought of what you mean, and I was just trying to see what your definition of it what's would your be. thought. My thought of it would be black people's sarcasm is more towards insults, and white people's or white male sarcasm is more towards protecting themselves. Interesting. Does, does that make sense? I, I I don't know. Like you start, you know how you be, you know, uh, playing the dirty dozens. Okay. Like that could be a form of sarcasm as far as when you're talking about somebody. Okay. You, sar- you sarcastically saying like, damn, man, I wish I had some shoes like that. But really, you don't want them shoes. You really saying his shoes is fucked up. And white people, white males be like, oh, you know, some, some sarcastic shit to protect themselves. So you're saying like. Like, what's up, brother? But they being sarcastic and do the hand pound. <laughs> but but they really trying to protect themselves. Okay, okay, go ahead. So, black men they try to insult other people to make themselves maybe feel a little bit better or look a little bit better, and then the white man uses sarcasm to kind of guard themselves. Are you saying that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's his working definition. Yeah, that's, that's his, my definition. That's his working definition. Like his the Arab at the corner store when he walk in and be like, "What's up, Joe?" Be like, hey, "Yep." I, I don't talk like that. Yep. And your name ain't Mike. And, you know, you got to you gotta really, like, put them in their place in yep. the game. Like, I don't, that's not, that's our language. That's our culture. We don't, we don't walk in there with a fucking camel <laughs> and throw sand every fucking way and got our faces covered up, bitch. Just do what, do what you here to do and just give us something, you know, whatever we find, let us purchase what we're going to purchase. Right. And let us out. You know what I mean? Right. Before we burn this bitch down. <laughs> so, uh, so, he u- he uses sarcasm when he's on stage performing, but then also at the same time he uses he's using sarcasm um, when while he's talking to the uh, the people of those different sects. Now, the first episode, Magic Mike, yeah, um, he went from to Michigan to Pennsylvania to different uh, white nationalist KKK members' houses, yeah, um. They actually burned across, actually burned and lit up the uh, swastika. He was there by himself? Well, he had his camera crew with him. I'm quite sure they probably had security. Okay. But he was he was able to talk to, you know, a couple of leaders of that, of the, of the white, you know, National Association, the National Socialist Movement, okay. whatever it's called, KKK. Um. He was in. The, they had video of him of the of the leader talking in the media. He sat in a, in a diner and talked to the you know the person and stuff like that, right? Um, he actually went to a a, a swearing in of a young man, a, a older gentleman who was a porn a, a, a former porn actor. He was a former porn actor who was a KKK member 
who believed in separatism and, and everything like that. He actually, you know, as like what you always say, you know, we bless the nigga in. We bless the niggas in. We bless the man. Not like that. Now, you know, their blessing in is actually with the Bible and, and repeating something, all hell Hitler and hell oh, okay. whatever else, and it's like that. Bunch of uh, hell Marys to Hitler. Right. And, uh, hell Marys. And to the uh, whoever else that, that, that's part of the KKK member. Hi, oh, Mary. Right. Um, so they actually showed this, and this was astonishing. Um, it had the show has me mesmerized. Obama, oh, Magic Mike, uh, uh, Kyle has me mesmerized. He showed all the stuff. They were talking. They was like, you know, now remember he's half black, so he can't. He couldn't even go into the the KKK bar that was in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, something was going to wind up happening. Yeah. He didn't want to be put in and put the him in on film in 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 these uh in these uh in those kind of moments. He was in you know talking with the kids of the the white nationalists and who they felt they were anti-Jew, anti-Semitic, anti-everything, anti-niggers, period. Tuesday's show, he went to the Hebrew Israelites. Hebrew Israelites got into got them. They were on a radio show. They went down to North Carolina. Now, all this was taped back in the summertime or early early this year or whatever. They went down to North Carolina for the national for the for the rally that was going on, Black Lives Matter rally that was going on down there for Keith Scott that got killed by the police officer. Um he went on a national show and then, you know, the Israelites got up in there and said, you know, the white man's the devil. White man's the devil. They didn't show any other things other than that. Basically, the blacks were talking, just talking the whole time. They look like biker gang slash wrestlers. And that's how he, you know, put them out there as such. So, um, wait, let me ask you one quick question. Go ahead. So when he went to the the white uh, National Socialist Party, he gave them an opportunity to, like, like make it more delicate, like to try to yes. soften the no, KKK? It wasn't a softening moment. It was an enlightening moment. And then when he went to the Hebrew Israelites, it was just like rhetoric, 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 rhetoric. rhetoric. It was not nothing. It was nothing elaborate, like lighting up a a, a swastika, blessing in a moment, and everything. It was just brothers in there talking, you know, saying that the white man's the devil. This and you know, trying to prove this fact and that fact, shouting on top of you know, as as whites walk past and blacks walk past and stuff like that. Um, and then they wind up in in Philly. They're from Harlem. Yeah, I know. They wind up going in Philly to a um a black restaurant to eat food. Where they all ate, you know, fish, chicken and everything like that, period. Um but it was nothing verbatim as you would see on the regular on on the first episode. I employ everybody to please watch this show. It's very informative. Very entertaining, very um, intelligent, intelligence uh, uh, show to learn something from. So, what did they like? Obviously, I'm pretty sure I know what they thought of the host uh, for the white nationalists. What they thought of him, but what did did the uh, did the other party did they say anything about uh, how he was a mixed race or anything like That's that? That's what I was thinking. I was going to ask the same thing. They said some things. I, I, you know what? I caught the last forty-five minutes of the show. 
I didn't catch the first 15 minutes of it. I have to go, even though I did record it. Um, they felt like he half devil. Okay. Because period, bottom line, they felt like he was half devil regardless. In in my research of the well, in my not research, but in my interactions or study of the of the Hebrew Israelites, they believe that the father's blood is the blood that makes you you whatever race you are. So they had I saw some videos where it was, you know, people who look white like Cal, but they were claiming them as uh black or claiming them as brothers. And it was like confusing. It goes back to that one fourth drop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what, yeah. what the fuck is that about? I mean, I know you don't know, but I'm I just mean, it goes like, back to that one-fourth drop. That if you have that one-fourth drop, you consider it's black. But they were saying that if the, if the father, whatever the father's blood is, so if the mother was black and the father's white, then they white and they don't associate with them. But if the mother is white and the father's black, then that's one of their brothers. Hmm. It's weird. That's what I'm Very saying. Very much weird. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Very much weird. What I'm trying to, what I want to say, what I want to say, I'm, the point I'm trying to make with the show, Magic, and, and, and everybody else. The black delegation, the Israelites, did not go into depth. They did not go into depth. They went to the gun range. They didn't shoot, they didn't light up no, you know, swastika. They didn't have no, you know what I'm saying, no, uh, no meeting spot. He didn't show the whole. He didn't show the whole. Uh, um, the whole everything about the why they was why why they hate this and you know why they felt this way. It was just them. He just catching them on the rally and saying they look like, you know, they look like wrestlers, and the biker gang and the wrestlers because they all had the same do rag mm-hmm. hat on, do rag on, and and you know, and black this and black that. With the six point star, was he almost saying like they're almost unorganized and like compared to the uh, compared to the the, the whites, huh. the white it, delegation? Was it, was it like they was just reactionary? Like they don't have no cause or no uh, no organization. They just react to stuff. Just reactionary, Correct. militant. That's they, how they was. They are, but then they go by the, the you know the the, the Bible verse, mm-hmm. and you know I guess they believe in Jesus. They do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to me, and my thinking is, you still giving into that slavery mentality, period. Still, mm-hmm. therefore, this is the same Jesus that you just saw in the first episode. That they're the reason why they hate these people and that people is because of Jesus and all this other kind of stuff like that. And they, that's who they pray to, and that's their religion or spirituality. So they're they're still about Jesus. Yep. And which one are you talking about? The Israelites. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, do I remember right? Do they only think like I don't know some thousand, ten thousand, or whatever thousand people are only going to make it to heaven? Hundred forty-four thousand. That's them. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. There's a couple of other other delegate other sects that believe the same thing. Right. When I say sex, I mean S E C. Yes. Yes. T S, not S E X. Sectors. Sectors. Right. Um, Damn. Hundred forty four thousand, huh? Hundred forty four thousand gonna make it home. Remember, Common used use that. Yeah, um, hell of a lottery number there to be playing. Bombs. Okay. So I, I want to know if we got all the answers to 
who God is and what Jesus is doing. Why are we still on the bottom? Why are black folks still on the bottom? Interesting. That's the question. Why are we still on the bottom? Why are we still on the bottom? Yeah. Why, why do we go to church every Monday? I mean, every Sunday. Uh, Bible, Bible study on, on Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Right. Uh, choir rehearsal on Thursdays and Fridays. And usher board meetings on Saturday. Back in church. We've been doing that for hundreds, 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 hundreds of years. Thousands of years. We're still on the bottom. Because. Nobody what? never said, hey, we're going to change this shit up. Same Bible, same everything. Why are we still on the bottom? I just want to know that. I mean, somebody has to have that answer. Somebody. Because white people go to church and pray for what they already have, and black people go to church to pray for what they want. Bombs! My man. You agree with that, uh, Magic? I just think God didn't come back. If Jesus didn't come back doing slavery, he ain't coming back. That motherfucker didn't exist. Well, he, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if it was no worse a time for black people than slavery, you, you picking a hundred pounds of cotton, building this motherfucking White House, doing everything, and <laughs> we had no safety. We had nothing. I mean, no sanctuary. I mean, no nothing. Just. Doing the cold, doing everything. Right. So you mean to tell me we I'm supposed to really believe that? Like they believe in heaven on earth. And we gotta die to get to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna rub a few people the wrong way with this, but it's it's just, you know, I'm not no menace, dude. I don't do all the craziness. You, you know sound like saying? you're atheist though. I'm not atheist. I'm just saying like if I am you have to you have to get up, you don't have can't go to sleep to get up and fool me. You know what I mean? Okay. Can't go to sleep because I mean, like, I have questions. I see. I see. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't. Come on, man. Don't piss in my face and tell me it's raining. Have, have you ever tried? See, to- that's 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 the black sarcasm right there. Yeah. Don't yeah. piss in your face and what? Tell me it's raining. See. Therefore, you just got through. Well, we just talked the first segment of what we talked about was was sarcasm on that sidebar. That's black sarcasm right there. Don't piss on my face and tell me it's raining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the white delegation would say what? I don't know. Get your cock out of my face, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> Get away, Mike. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I guess you all never watched Seinfeld stand up at all. Yeah, I have, but I just can't think of that right now. You I know. mean, you, you, you know. What's the deal with these I, airplane I, food? Right, right. Like, and then he'll do that pause. And then everybody starts laughing and giggling. And so, there it, there you have it. That's a good example. I didn't even think about him. Seinfeld? Yep. His comedy is is pure sarcasm. Majority yep. of comedians are pure sarcasm, period. But like I said, that it, it, it bo- and, and the guy, Jamali, from Hate Thy Neighbor, uses that sarcasm. So he goes back and forth between because of his heritage, his cultural heritage, the white comedian side, the black comedian side. It's a very interesting show very so far. According, they said CNN has another show that's just like it. Um, and they go inside the, the KKKs yeah. and they show this and they show that. It's the black dude with the crazy hair. Uh, Who? I can't remember his name, no. 
but that's, been come, that's been coming on for a little while. I need to watch that show. Okay. I need to watch that show. I mean, but the thing about it is, I, you know, I want to see where else they're going to go besides the Israelites. Because with the Israelites, you, all you heard was just talk and rallying while somebody was marching. And they didn't even go to Harlem. They're from Harlem. No, I'm saying they, he didn't record in Harlem. He, they, re- they, they recorded in Harlem. Oh, okay. They recorded in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and in, in uh, Philly. Okay. So they went to the Black Meccas. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't elaboration. For me, it wasn't fulfilling or elaborative. Even though I've been had knowledge of self for years, I've been known about what the Israelites talk about for years. Okay, I studied them. I studied, just like I studied the, the gods and earths. I studied all that back in when I was in college. That's what happens. But when I'm saying that it wasn't elaborative with the, the whole dog and pony show types things, like lighting up a swastika. You would just want to get the same respect for from for the white people, for the black people. Pretty much, That's, pretty much. I want, want you to show, I really want you to, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wonder if. No matter what their beliefs are, you still want. You know everything shown just like uh, explanation, was, right? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I want I want the equal. You know what I'm saying? I want equal equalness when it's like you know, I was wanting more than just the white man's the devil, right? Prove such, show me such, show me how with the how the whole Israelite thing comes into play. How you take somebody from that doesn't know anything at all. Is there who, some who, kind of ceremony? Who's Is searching? Some, right, right. Who's searching for um, something to believe in? You take them and then you show them the way. That's what they could have done with that show there, but they didn't do such. They showed them at a Black Lives Matter movement, you know, marching in Charlotte, North Carolina. They on it on the what's the name? Shouting out white man's devil as they walk past. Period. Reinf- they just reinforcing stereotypes out just over and over again, right? Versus whereas you saw these motherfuckers. Talking about hell Hitler. They're saying they lighting up swastikas in the middle. We talking about in the middle of the cornfield. Middle of cornfield. Can you imagine riding through Michigan? Riding through Michigan. You going from one part of the city, you going from Detroit all the way to, you know, bumfuck Michigan or whatever. It's all cornfield in Michigan. Right. You ride it through there and you see a fucking swastika lit up. What is that fuck? That shit was that shit is gonna alarm you. It might scare you. It's going to alarm you. It's going to get put you on 10, as we say. Yep. Versus whereas you got a motherfucker with a bullhorn saying, white man's the devil. You can mm. just ignore that shit. Yeah, whatever. You what? know what I'm saying? I would have a nigga. I mean, I know y'all thought we, I know, you know, podcast fans, I know we're going to talk about Nikki and Drake. Fuck that shit. I don't even want, I'm not interested in Nikki and Drake. They had a meeting. It was good. Good for them. They took a picture. Good. Beyonce's pregnant. Good. She's supposed to be pregnant. True. Her husband got $600 million. He's 47 years old. He's supposed to have 60 babies. Not like niggas that when they was 22, trapping, having 17 goddamn kids and ain't took care of none of them. That's why Chicago fucked up now. Bombs! I want to check my st- st- statistics. Huh? <laughs> I want to check his but statistics. Don't, but you don't, you don't believe it's a dude no, I believe it. 23 years old. But you be so precise with these numbers. This is crazy. I mean, just take it for what it is. I'm trying to tell you. Like a nigga, I know dudes who have several children. Dudes, ladies who know each other. But because he was that dude on the street, they continue to have those babies. Mm. And he did a couple of stints. And he married a white girl. 
Now, oh, Mike. Damn. Now, Mike. Mike. One thing the show did was debunk some theories that all black people sell drugs. Right. Them white boys sell dope. They sell oxy. They sell meth. They sell every fucking thing. They're some of the biggest dope dealers, period. The KKK is a dope dealing organization. Yeah, that's how they make a lot. How do you think they afford them big ass swastikas? Right. That shit ain't free. They're selling pills, every fucking thing. But the, the narrative is always saying in the inner city, you got the black guys on the corner selling crack. They got dope houses. You never hear about a drug bust for the KKK, do you? No. Have you? Magic Mike, have you? No. In all your glorious years of life? No. I don't, I've never heard of, I've, I'm, you know what? I've always heard about, they've been on the west side. They busted the vice lords up, arrested the heads, indicted the whole block, everything. Kyle, That's... you understand what I'm saying? They, they bust down the GDs on the south side. They did bust down the BDs over here around 63rd Street and everything. I hear about all these drug busts and, and breaking up all this stuff like that. But you never hear about the KK gig getting busted at all, period. You, you never, never will. You never will. You never hear about the KKK getting busted. And they said hey, they got on that first episode and said, I use the shit and I sell the shit. I'm selling Oxy. I'm selling Adderall pills. I'm selling all this shit. I'm selling meth. All this fucking shit they selling and everything, which is bankrolling every fucking thing that they doing. You understand what I'm saying? Right. They got a lot of high-ranking people that's KKK members. Right. You, you see fucking, uh, what's his name, Steve Brennan? Bannon. Bannon yeah. is, is the one of the head security advisors for the president. And he's a, I think he's a white national, white socialist. Alt-right. That's, alt- the, uh, that's, right. that's the, new, the new term now, or, or that's the term that they have, the alt-right. You know, you, you out here, you're seeing all these marches. Everybody's been marching since last week. Right. Since he was sworn in, everybody's been marching. Everybody. We're talking Portland, Seattle, Washington, uh, um, other parts of Washington State, Washington, D.C., Chicago, New York, uh, Oakland. All the big cities are marching, protesting, rallying because of Trump. Right. It's kind of cool to see, to be honest. It's kind of what? It's kind of cool to see, to be honest. Why that- is it cool? Because everybody's getting together to uh, actually fight for something. Like, you, you don't see this a lot. Okay. That a lot of people, no matter what their background is, like, a lot of people are just getting together and just, we need to stop this. You know, that's what their common goal is. And that's kind of cool to see that a lot of people are getting together and saying, we need to stop this and we're going to march for this. Is the march and rally going to do anything? From your opinion? It. it if it does or it doesn't, it at least shows that um, we have we can't stand for uh, just whatever the government wants to do or whatever they want to do. It like <coughs> a real life cough. I don't like the marching might not. Uh, that's now that's white sarcasm right there. What what I just said a real life cough. Yeah. Go for it. The marching. <laughs> May or may not do anything. Yeah. But it's at least going to show Trump that he's he's got a lot of people on his back. That if he fucks up, it's going to be the end of him. And which he is. 
Magic Mike, but did, did, did these same motherfuckers that's marching and rallying through all, all these big cities and everything, did they go to the polls? No, they fucked up. They fucked up. They thought it was going to be in the bag. I mean, you knew it was fucked up, but we didn't really pay attention to it when it was a woman versus a reality star, a rich white man. Uh-huh. And America really got laxed after the black man got in office. We really didn't pay attention. And I told you all from the get-go, white men do not take orders from women. Bombs! Simple as that. That's like your... And there's so many government secrets right now, there's no way in the world that Hillary was going to get in there and find out one of those secrets. You know that's your, like your top five statements to make, period. Yeah. Your yeah. number one statement is the best pussy to ever pee. Yeah, yeah. The second best Boy, statement was is... was it good? God damn. Bombs! That was nothing different. Your second statement, white man, I'm not going to what? Take orders from a woman. No, they're they, they not going to take orders from a woman. Okay. Nowhere. I mean, you think you think we are upset now, like, with the, the band? Like, look look at all the confusion and the bullshit that Trump has going on. Yeah. Like his, his speaker, his, his his press secretary. Sean Spicer. Man, that motherfucker don't know what to come out there and say. He Like, he tried to zip past some shit, like, that's an alternative decision. Uh, 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 <laughs> alternative facts. <laughs> yeah, alternative yeah. facts. They were like, what the fuck is that? Are you, do you agree with what he's saying, uh, Obama? Absolutely. As, as the politics major, uh, um, professor, I'm not professor. But I'm the professor. Politics major, um, with a degree in politics. Do you understand? I mean, you agree with what with, with Magic Mike said? Absolutely. First I mean, time he made sense. The Muslim ban came over the weekend. Yeah. On Saturday. And, and this motherfucker, he just signed his shit. He like he like he signed his autograph right after he did a show. Like fucking, I'm Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump. Right. And he's showing the people. Like I've watched, I've been watching the news all weekend. So yesterday I watched the news all day. They said the guy that was setting up there clapping for him, uh-huh. the intelligence guy. Uh-huh. He didn't know what the fuck Trump had signed until he was actually standing up there. He like well, he did what? And he clapped. Right. He like what the fuck is wrong? Who? And Trump told him. Don't even come out the office. Don't even come over here. You like until I send for you, cause I got all this shit covered. So this is a man of power. Like the, the president's job is about supposed to be a job about the people, right? Right. Mm-hmm. This man is all about himself, about yep. showing himself like the brat kid. Like remember, you used to come back from uh, what what you call it uh, show and tell after Christmas. Okay. To show you, yeah, you, remember yeah. Remember that spoiled brat ass kid to come back with his uh. Even Kuniwa could jump and, and, right. and, and wind up all them toys and right. shit. And you'd be like, man, I'm going to break his shit. <laughs> I'm going to tear this shit up. Because <laughs> you didn't get shit. Like, man, that was me. I didn't get shit. So my grades was bad. Though. Fuck it. <laughs> but Trump, look, look, look. They told Trump, don't put, his, uh, don't put his name on his building down here. But it sometimes used to be the Trump Towers. Right. He put his name on there big as he could get that motherfucker. Yeah, like, he you can did. see that motherfucker from 79th and Wabash. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. He's like, man, he I do what the fuck I want to do, and I'm rich. I'm a white man. I'm entitled to this. Like, you, sp- I'm, this is what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, he got his wife staying in New York still with his son. Like, today he went to go see uh, he went to go see the, uh, the, the, the guy that got killed over the weekend. They brought his body, the Marine guy that came, got killed overseas doing something. Him and his daughter want to go see him. Like, so they saying, like, his daughter really is the 
First, first lady. lady, yep. And, and it's not his wife, because his wife, he he know that bitch can't even talk. Right. She, she, she like a maid. She even grabbed her by the pussy. She was like, fuck, I'm going to stick around and see what this leads to. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he talked to her like she shit. So he talked to everybody like that. I mean, I don't, get, get to my man, the pastor. I mean, I, I, I'm, before you do that, the Muslim ban, your thoughts? Mine? Yes. Be honest. There's, it's, it's not good. I mean, how far is it going to go? Because I don't, I don't really understand what the Muslim ban was for. It was right after that they, uh, those people were shot in the mosque. and uh, By a white nationalist. Yeah, it wasn't even by in, Muslims. In Canada. Yeah, it, yeah. They, the Muslims were shot. And it was almost off of that. And it's just, I just don't know how far it's going to go. And it's kind of scary. Your thoughts? To, to be completely honest with you. Be completely honest. Seven countries. Um, Sudan, Somalia, his, Iran, uh, Iraq. Yemen. Yeah. To be completely honest. Live breathing on, 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 on podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, President Obama did something very similar to that. Who? President Obama. Okay. He um did a... He did a, a smaller version of it to where it was the same seven countries that he had banned um, immigration from uh, after the Syria, after the Syria war started. He had banned immigration from those exact same seven uh, Muslim countries and they didn't say nothing about it. So honestly, I don't think it's fair to Donald Trump that it's this big uproar because it's been done before. Almost everything that Donald Trump has done or is advocating has been done by one president or another historically. So it's not really no big deal. It's just that he so open about it. I guess people don't like that he's so open and honest about everything he's doing. I thought the last ban, though, that Obama did, I thought it was just uh, you go, I think it was, uh, there was a six-month delay that they would uh, research your background and then uh, they would advise whether you can come into the country or not. This one was... Boom! You can't come the fuck in. Right. Yeah. I thought Obama. Green card. I thought Obama was like that though. Yeah, Obama. It's, it's a two year period that you gotta wait anyway if you're trying to immigrate to to the United States. And then Obama had added the six months, like you said, to it. But he had also um, had like it was like a holding period because they didn't know he kept getting a lot of backlash about uh, Syrian uh, ISIS members who could. Uh, disguised themselves as Syrian refugees. Right. And people were concerned about them camouflaging and blended into the Syrian refugees because we were taking on, I think, like 500,000 at a time. And so he had put a holding uh, pattern on that whole thing. So, But it was from the same seven countries. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to stop Saudi Arabia, who were the people who really did 9-11. But he, they're never going to stop Saudi Arabia because... Um, that's where we get our oil from, and that's one of our allies. So right. even though Saudi Arabia well, this is, had, he has business ties to them, right? It's not just business ties. The United States has business ties. To him? Oh no, it, it goes beyond Trump because because the the people who perpetrate September 11th, I think it was 13 of the 15 terrorists, they came from Saudi Arabia. So they should have been stopped immigration from Saudi Arabia a long time ago, but they're not going to do that because of you know the business ties with with the oil and stuff like that. Live yawning. 
<laughs> from the old sick one. Boy, I got a lot of shit going on right here. I know. Um, extreme vetting. Everybody was in the uproar on Saturday. Everybody. Um, every airport was getting marched and rallied. Um, they need to vet these fucking Europeans. Muslim ban everywhere. Green card persons, um, even some the family. Even, there was there was an article about a, a a couple who got sent back, who actually voted for Trump. Yep, I saw that. You saw that? Ain't that wild? <laughs> he told y'all, I'm gonna do a lot of shit. It's gonna be huge, huge. <laughs> huge. He told y'all. Yeah, he did. He did. He was street better. He told y'all. He was, and pull out this deal though it's gonna be huge Jesus the first huge. one the first 100 days Magic Mike and then now today on Black History Day he brought all his niggas out bombs <laughs> <laughs> he sure is is good with timing man oh my god he's flanked by two Amarosa and Ben Carson <laughs> then he had that Dr. Daryl What's his name? Dr. Daryl Scott. Sc- Pastor. Dr. Daryl Scott. I, 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 I went in on so hard on Twitter, he blocked me. What'd you say to him? Man, get your stupid ass out of here. That's what I told him. Man, who the fuck are you to think you talk to some Chicago? He said Chicago gang thugs. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What? what did he say? Chicago gang thugs. Like man, you, you don't even have our shit down. Like for one, you you done fucked our name up, man. Did you, who did you talk to? Did you talk to anybody from Old Block? Did you talk to any any four color hustlers? Right. I asked. I you said, talk to any anybody from Gyro City? That's what I asked. I said, which one of you old lords and old stones talk to uh uh talk to uh Daryl Scott, Pastor Scott? Which one of you old BDs talk to Pastor Scott? You know what I'm saying? None you old them. black disciples and shit. None of them. You, you know, know. going to pass up. Uh, yeah, Mike, Father Mike uh, Flager here. You got Jesse Jackson. You got Pastor New Spirit Revival Center and Black Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the community, let me just say this real quick. I'm Rose, I told you I'm going to try to throw it in. I was recently contacted by some of the top gang thugs in Chicago. <laughs> They reached out to me because they associated me with you. They respect you. They, they, they believe in what you're doing. And they want to have a sit down about lowering that body count. So in a couple of weeks, I'm going in Chicago. I think it's a great idea because Chicago is totally out of control. Well, I don't know. I said we got to lower that body yeah. count. We don't want to talk about anything else. Get that body count down. And they agree that the principals that can do it, these are guys straight from the streets, no politicians, straight street guys. But they're going to commit that if they lower their body count, we'll come in and we'll do some social programs. So they're going to well, if they're not going to solve the problem, and what you're doing is the right thing, then we're going to solve the problem for yeah. them because we're going to have to do something about Chicago because what's happening in Chicago should not be happening in this country. But they want to work with this administration. Good. They want to. They reached out. I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me. They want to work with this administration. They believe in this administration. They didn't believe in the prior administration. They told me this out of their mouth. Right, but they see hope with me. I love that. 
Boot licking ass nigga. That's what he is. He boot licking ass nigga. He should, have a, he should have his tongue out at the fucking airport licking every white man boots that walk past. Go get him, Mike. Get he him. ain't on shit. Who the fuck did he talk to? What game member wants to lower the How body count? How the cow? fuck did he call him? All right. Because <laughs> he, he's boot licking. Who, who, who do you, what game member you know wants to lower his body count? I think that's the whole pre- premonition of being in a game. To sell dope, do all the worst shit you can do. You want to you want to get bodies. You want you want to <laughs> kill people. You don't want to lower the body count. Especially here in Chicago where my mama don't give a fuck. She been doing dope ever since Reagan was in the motherfucking office. My brother been let gone. My other brother's gay. My sister pregnant by all the BDEs, so I'm a BD now. <laughs> Bombs! Merchant! Merchant, that means, you know what merchant mean, cows? No, I mean, what is it? That means when I tell you something, if, if you say, Mike, give me $5, and you say, and I tell you, no, I don't have it, you got to say merchant. That means I got a merchant on something that's really worth something to me. So once Daryl, oh. Scott, and Trump come here and they want to give him some money, guess what he's going to say? What? Get your goofy ass out of here. <laughs> merchant, you bitch. <laughs> That's what, man, they don't give a fuck about that shit. They cuss their mamas and daddies out around this motherfucker. Bombs! They shoot their best friends. They grew up with their whole fucking life. They shoot them in the ass over a bag of weed. Bombs! You think they don't give a fuck about what some hillbilly ass preacher from motherfucking Cleveland, Ohio come? If you want to do something, man, get Bone Thugs and Harmony back together, bitch. You got that? Don't come in with that bullshit. Bombs! We all right. We good on our game. So we should not be coming with that bullshit. We all right here, man. We, we on a Larry Hoover and, and, and David Boxdale and motherfucking Jeff Ford and, and Chief Malik and the guys that put this shit together. Not your stupid ass. Bombs! And you looking up in the white man's ass. Talking and they came to me. They, 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 they like your organization. They don't like it. Man, get your stupid ass out of here. You so fucking dumb. Do you know you would come here, man? They would slap the shit out you. <laughs> right in front of them. Stick your cross up your ass, boy. Bombs! Leave these people alone here, man. I'm telling you for real, man. Go stay there in your pool pit. Preach all it, man. I'm telling you, boy, you're going to get fucked up if you come here <laughs> with Donald Trump. They're going to slap him aside his dumb ass head. It's going to be huge. huge. Bombs! <laughs> leave that shit alone, man. Please, leave Bobby. it alone. I'm gonna mix my Uncle Charles. They're gonna be talking about I miss my pastor, girl. Yo, pop it. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Man, leave that shit alone, boy. I'm telling you, that's what, a, that's what a fucking. That's where the boys will get back together at. At your fucking funeral. When they kill your ass here in Chicago, Bone Thugs and Harmony gonna get back together at your fucking funeral. And they're gonna be talking about Crazy Miss Pastor Scott Yo. Bombs! <laughs> See you at the crossroads. Looking ass. Goof ass, boy. Leave these people alone, man. Leave these people alone. These people have, they don't live for shit but to sell loose squares, smoke weed, fuck each other's babies' mamas. And eat guy rolls with motherfucker on double cheeseburgers. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Leave people alone. You don't nothing about, about this Chicago culture here, man. We got it. We we straight. It's enough passes that we got. Reverend Meeks out there with that big ass mustache that he got. <laughs> Toppers. We got Charles Jiggers over there. He doing his thing over there. He fucking everybody. His wife running him over, breaking his hips and shit. Bombs. That's another story. <laughs> 
man. We got my man down at the UIC Pavilion with phone services, and he started at 7 o'clock in the morning at the Tabernacle. Oh, Pastor John Hanna, and he got a sponge, and he get the black shit in his hair, and that's and he, he got it proper. No, every bitch to be at the Red Diamond all night to 4 in the morning. She go to church with him, and so you got, you got to give it up to Hanna, you got it right now. Bombs! He's getting a big-ass church right now. Ain't a nigga over there working. So, so There's more Mexicans and Huggies over there taking orders from Mexicans and Huggies. All alone, there's niggas shooting the shit out of each other outside. So, man, um, leave this shit alone, man. Um, That's why I came tonight. To go in on Dale Scott, Dr. Dale Scott. And I'm going to send this to your inbox on your motherfucking, for you and Donald J. Trump, which is huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. And they came to me. Yeah, I didn't go to them. Yeah, they, they came, came to me. They, they contacted me. Chicago gang thugs. Man, we got Corey Brooks. He sat on the roof for a whole fucking year, man. Yeah, and didn't come up there for nothing. Yeah, and then he got the rest of that money from... From uh, Madea, what's my man Tyler Perry? He yeah. went up there on the roof and gave him some head and gave him nine hundred thousand. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> At Magic Mike thirty two on Instagram and on Twitter. How can I forget about Corey Brooks? Um, I want to play something from uh, Mr. Farrakhan. So many of you, black and brown people, poor people. Native people and some white people are very frightened over the question mark of what Mr. Trump's presidency may bring. He's got the whole establishment shook. Shook. He's broken every norm. What is normal for presidents, he don't carry it out. He's broken all the protocol. Yes, sir. What is this? <laughs> now they're, they're trying to figure him out now. Yes, sir. Because he's already blown their mind. <laughs> Lion Ted. Come on. <laughs> Crooked Hillary. Right, right. This is the first time a president has named his opponents. <laughs> But they're all are liars. <laughs> Some bigger liars than others. And look at his cabinet. Mad dog matters. So in your minds, you feel you got a reason to be shook up and frightened. That's because you don't know God. 
So I want to introduce you to God so that you won't be afraid of nothing. God is not even in the equation of my brother John Lewis's thinking. And we're supposed to be the righteous. Now listen. Do you think that God, the God of heaven, has something to do with America and her future? Yes, sir. sir. I just want you to think with me. Do you think the God of heaven is concerned that you didn't get who you wanted in office? (laughs) And you are almost so cocky about it. We know that our woman is going to be the first woman. A shoe in. And somebody threw a shoe. (laughs) Big ass shoe. And that night, that woman was tore down. Or tore up, as Brother Khaled would say, from the floor. (laughs) I was up to three o'clock in the morning. I wanted to see this drama play out. <laughs> Better than any movie I've seen in a long time. And when I went to bed that night, I slept quite well. Because I saw the hand of God. Oh, God, hand on this. Yes, sir. Oh, God's hand is on Satan. That's right. Could Satan exist if God didn't permit it? Well, you heard that, Magic. Um, and, it, and it's reference about being scared of Trump. And Obama, and I want you to chime in. You know, should the black delegation be Scared of Trump? No, not at all. Not if you, you just got to get on your shit. Don't be scared. Okay. Don't, don't fear nothing. God put your fears before you to see, see what you're gonna do. Or are you gonna rely on Him or rely on yourself? You make you face your fears. I had to tell young lady that today. Every day you see posts on timelines on Facebook of people, you know, chiming in about. Trump did this. Trump did that. He signed off on this. He signed off of that. Pointing the finger at the white other white delegation, at the other delegation outside who voted for Trump. Let me not just say white delegation only because there were other delegations that voted for Trump also. They also wanted to make America great again. Well, them, them people who forgot, uh, I lived through the Reaganomics. Right. I, lived, I, I was coming out of high school and Bush was the president, the daddy. Mm-hmm. He was the president. 
And then I remember just as clear as day, man, my boy Dion was walking down the street one day. We like, man, it's fucked up out here. Okay. We like, man, we don't have no money. We don't have shit. And that was when the girls was was going towards uh the Story. drug dealers. Stories by magic. That's when the that's when the young ladies were gravitating towards the drug dealers. The uh the guys with the IROC with the Craigers and the and the kicker boxes and the box Chevys and uh, so you know what I mean? And the, the, the niggas with the Jerry curls and the Jordans and the Felize suits and you right. know you know what I mean? Like they had they had the, the gold 80s, chain. baby, the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you wasn't flashing then you was really fucked up. Okay. But it was it was a few guys that they that jumped into it head first and they, they you know, they did what they did. They they still rocking. But we, you know, that wasn't our style. You know, we we had to figure out another way. You know, I I stated many times, like, you know, tough down, times don't last forever. You know what I mean? The person that, that survived the tough times, though. You okay. know, I mean, it's 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 gonna make you a better person if you go out there and you. If I'm trying to make me some fast money, it's just what it is. Some fast money. It's gonna the time is gonna go fast that you that you have it. The time is going to go fast in the, in the period that you make it. And then what's going to slow you down, it's, it's fast living for a reason because it's going to slow you down in two or three places. In death, the penitentiary was going to seem like forever what you do in the time. Uh-huh. Or in a mental institution because you're going to lose your fucking mind. Or rehabilitation because you're going to get hooked on the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could be, you know what I'm saying? So I never want to do nothing. I, I like to do what I do every day. I like to get up, make some money, making people laugh, cut some hair. Talk to my children and, and drop a jewel on them. You know what I mean? Try to try to, you know, be a productive citizen. You know what I mean? Try to try to curb a guy on the side, be like, hey man, that really ain't you. Right. You know, dude, that 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 really ain't you. Like I, I see what you're doing. You're trying to do the hand to hand shit, man. Go, you know what you really need to be doing? What? Getting your motherfucking life together in a real way. Right. Because right now you you're you're twenty two. Before you know it, you're going to be 28. You're going to be 20, 25, then you're going to be 28, then you're going to be 30. Right. And the time goes by so quick. Like, look, look for instance, Reggie, doesn't it seem like yesterday Derrick Rose went to the NBA? Yes. I, I remember his uh, state championship game like yeah, it was yeah, yesterday. 2006, right? Mm-hmm. That was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was getting ready to graduate in 2007. 10 years ago. I remember when LeBron went into the league because he's my yeah. age. Yeah, and he's been in the league 14 years. Yeah. Like, like look look how things, like, shit, remember we was just as excited. The white people who are feeling fucked up, and no, the white people who are happy right now were the same white people who were feeling fucked up when Obama got in office eight years ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's just the reverse, you know, they doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying? It's just like right now though, all of us are on Facebook. Facebook started off for what, college kids? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was you you had to and then when they opened it up for everybody and you know, iPhones and shit when back when Obama got in office, I think we all still had uh well we had Blackberries there, didn't we? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And right Next before tells. that and right before that it was uh what? Everybody had the, Nokia, the the, 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 uh, the chirps. Yeah, shouted chirp, I chirped back, shouted. Yeah, shout out to the bitch you chirped me that night, and I was at another chick crib. Like nigga, you gonna come get this pussy or what? Bombs. <laughs> I used to hate and chirp phones. I, <laughs> I just got, and I, I it was crazy. I, you know, I always did want a chirp phone, but then like I said, 
Nah. And then the vibrate, and it was just the craziest shit. That was a bad investment. It was. Um, I, I don't, I don't uh, to get back on point. I, I, I really don't think we, we should, should be, be scared. afraid. No, we shouldn't be scared, man. We should get on our shit. We should come together more. You got to, you got to get your, you got to get more. On your, as of as a point of fact, right now, income tax checks are about to come, start coming back. Right, and it's going to be ladies getting four and five thousand dollars back right. for their children. Okay, don't go get a a six hundred dollar hairdo. Okay. Yeah, them invest in your child, invest in your in yourself, but you're gonna see a return on it. Because if you get a six hundred dollar hairdo, that shit gonna last to what Easter? Then you're gonna be looking crazy again. Be patting your head like yeah, like they do this shit itching. Like, that shit itching. I, I promise you. I, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that shit, Kyle? Oh yeah. Black women, I, yeah, I love, to see, when, shit I love to see when women come with their baby daddy. I've asked them too. I'm like, for the first time, what are you doing? And they're like, <laughs> I'm, check. I'm like. What do you mean you have an itch? Why don't you scratch it? They're like, scratch it? What the fuck is wrong with you? No. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's weird. But then they told me, they're like, no, you can't. You can't scratch because it'll pull it out. I'm like, oh my god, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the hair has been because they got all that hair braided up and shit like that, and, and the new growth coming in and, and the yeah, glue. I didn't know True that. Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, young lady brings her son to get his hair cut. Stories by Magic Mike. Every other week for a whole year. All of a sudden, she comes in with the kid. Kid, no, hey, Mike, this and that. She got some big ugly stuff with her, and he looking crazy and shit. <laughs> me mugging me. She wants him to get a haircut too. She's paying for it. It's a rack of money. I hear the kid run over to him. Daddy, it's your turn. Damn, this is daddy. I never seen this motherfucker. Been cutting this hair for this little kid hair for like three years, but for a year strong, she been coming in consistently. He, you know, he he minimum conversation or whatever, cause you know he a little was so like yeah man, you got a good son there man, good girl this and that. You like yeah, how long you been? Man? I've been cutting his hair for like about three and a half years. You know what I'm saying? I'm like you been enjoying? No, why you say that? I was like, All right, you know my bad. Just make a small conversation. <laughs> Motherfucker, I never seen you. That's why I said that. <laughs> anyway, when I get ready, when she get ready to pay, Mike stereotypes. When she get ready to pay. Uh-huh. He looking all over her shoulder like this. You know what I'm saying with the with the, the eyes raised. So she, I was like, you owe me 25 for you, for your guy, right. and 10 for your son. She was like, oh, yeah, and I owe you, you know, so we got our conversation going. So she gives me an extra 20. He was like, darn, oh, you know. She was like, no, I owed him that and this and that. But this nigga managing the money because he's back around now because it's what? Income tax time. Right. So he's, I'm, you never see him again. When the money go, like, I guarantee you I'm finna see this motherfucker within the next three weeks. Back around, if he's still alive. Because I still <laughs> see the kid. If he's still free, he still has his freedom. But that's just, I, I know how the game go. Like, he come, he come when you see the, the, the four kids come in with their Jordans on, even the baby that's in the stroller with the Jordans on, that's that's not a good investment. It's not. And I, I have seen this, like, nigga, I do all men go get your ugly chick right now. Like, go get her one. Bombs! Wherever you, wherever she at, just go get her. She gonna have the biggest check in the history of checks <laughs> when income tax crime come. I promise you. And she gonna be, she gonna sit on it. Right. But she always holding. That fine bitch at the club never has money like that. She always wanna, could you give me a drink? The ugly bitch, she gonna buy you a drink. 
But you just can't drink it around. <laughs> you can't stand sit there and drink it with her. Bominati, should we be scared about Trump? Nope. Why not? We done made it through slavery. Made it through <sighs> segregation. We done made it through the KKK then and now. Ronald Reagan fucked us up the worst. And we made it through Michael Jordan leaving the Bulls. Bombs! Twice. Twice. So we'll be all right, man. Donald Trump ain't nothing but another crazy-ass cracker. We've been through them before. What should we do? What should the black delegation do for this this time that he's in office next four years? He's not going to be in office four years. You feel like he's going to get impeached? Yeah, absolutely. Man, if Pence is getting there, we worse. Why do you feel like he's going to get impeached? Why is everybody saying that? Because, man, he the, the stuff that he's doing, I mean, everybody keeps saying he's doing whatever the fuck he wants, which he is, but, I mean, there's laws to certain stuff that you can and can't do, and eventually he's going to go overboard and they're going to impeach his ass, and then the Republicans in Congress are going to be like the the heroes. They're going to be seen perceived as the heroes to the people who despise Trump so much. You see that, what happened today? Nigga, what, the, nigga? What? What the, f- man, look. Run for some fucking office, nigga. No. Become an alder, get on the committee award or something. I was on local school council and that's as far as I'm going. See, there we go. Nigga always getting in his own way. Don't want to see the light in the future. If you man. know about this politics shit, your ass can sit up and be teaching shit. I don't have the man, temperament, he was, man. He was on a local school council at Ruggles and them old people up there got on their fucking nerves. <laughs> They worried the shit out you. They really did. Like, for real. Drove I me sat crazy. over there in the Alderman office when it used to be across the street from League Styles. Uh-huh. One day, like, volunteering. Uh-huh. And them people were calling about the dumbest shit. I was like, I can't. I was, what was they calling in Squirrels about? and shit. I was supposed shit. to be over there for four hours. After an hour and a half of calls about the dumb shit they was calling about, like, it was too much paper in the alley. And they like, bitch, you been on 65th of Greenwood? It's terrible over there. <laughs> You should go on seventy first and sing them. What are you shooting at? Is this the baby? This is this is me. It's me up down the street, and I want to tell you anything. Okay. That's all they have to do, though. But now those those ladies have died off. Right. So now their grandchildren have the property. Them old hoes still alive. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Them old hoes are still here. They they live for a long. But when I used to be in the local school council, like Mike said, they used to call about. We used to talk about stupid shit like. We had a meeting one time. We supposed to be focused on budget, a budget line for computers. We ended up talking for about two hours about black squirrels. You know as black squirrels by Ruggles? Yeah. They were concerned that the squirrels by Ruggles were black instead of gray like the rest of the squirrels. Two hours we talked about that. You should have stood up and-, and I've and never heard of a black squirrel you never before. never seen one? Never seen a yeah, black squirrel. It's, 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 Did you know a black squirrel actually bites the testicles of other squirrels to make them stop? Uh, reproducing. You see how he just bombs. You see how he just dogged out black, huh? Say something black. Cal on attack. <laughs> bombs. <laughs> hey, are you fucking serious? I'm se- dead serious. Yeah, that's a, that's real. Jamal, you got an all black. Who nuts you finna bite? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you the closest, Mike. <laughs> you the closest. Hit the bombs. I'm glad I wore my blue pants. Okay. Um, switching topics. <laughs> Are you serious about that, though, for real? Yeah, for real. That's, that's real. I've never seen a black squirrel before, ever. Doing 79 from Calumet. 
Wow. They own one block. Okay. Um, Obamanatic. No. I'm going to ask you a question. Shit. Why are you so hard on the black woman? You talking about as far as uh, that I feel that they... Uh, I've been meaning to ask you this because it's been on my mind for the last couple of episodes. Uh, um, since you've been... Um, since you forced your way on here. <laughs> <laughs> since you uh, ingratiated yourself, you know, purposely on here. That's a good word for it. With a crowbar and they never left. Right. <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> now we got Mighty Whitey on here now. Um, because of you. Um, because of me? Yeah, you two going to have to start your own podcast. You know that, right? Uh, Mighty Whitey and Obama. Ebony and Ivory? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, I like that. Oh, my God. Uh, produced by the one and only me and Magic Mike. Yeah. Um, that'll be a good podcast for you, too. Seriously. 79 Street Speakers. Yeah. That would be a good podcast for you, too. Any which way, why are you so hard? In my opinion, you are hard on the black woman. Absolutely right. Um. You figure, I, in my opinion, you, you know, it's like you have a serious tone, serious uh, uh, thought process about the black woman as the reason why the black community is uh, in a downward spiral or not being uplifted and everything like that. Elaborate. Okay, well. Be, and I, I want you to be honest. I'm always be honest. I don't give a fuck. People, y'all, if anybody got a problem with what I say, just fight me. But anyway, um, I always felt that in in growing up and, you know, being observant, since everybody always says that the black man isn't part of the community, they always say, you know, black males are missing in the black community. So if the black males are missing, in the community, then I attribute the black woman as being the leader of the community. And if you're the leader of anything, if if what you're leading or what you're responsible for isn't taken care of, then, you know, you're responsible for that. You have to take the good with the bad. So if the neighborhood is in disarray, um, you got to be responsible for that. If you're an independent woman and you women are the head of the households and, you know, uh, making all the financial choices and uh, child-rearing choices and everything else. If the neighborhood is in disarray, then they got to, you know, they got to they gotta eat that. They're, they're putting that position by, by what they're putting that position with that, with the choice that they make with the man. Right. Who they deal with, right? And that's another thing. It's, um... A lot of a lot of black women that I have encountered I'm trying to get your thoughts together. They don't want to take responsibility for their bad choices. They always blame everybody else. So if if you're a black woman and you have dated 11 men and had seven children and me as a a black male observing these guys that you've dated and it's the exact same guy primarily, the same personality traits it's not them that's the problem. It's you. But they don't attribute it to them. They attribute it to the males. But you're the, you're the common denominator between them, so you're the problem. 
Hey, hey, in defense of the black woman, man, you can't speak for them unless you had somebody nutting you. You had somebody Whoa. nutting you. Bombs! <laughs> Toppers! Whoa. I'm just talking about my observations. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not trying to speak for them. Bangers? I'm not, I'm not trying to speak for them. But Bangers. I understand what you're saying, though. I don't plan Sometimes on getting nutted Sometimes a lady get very promiscuous and it feel good to her. <laughs> <laughs> shit, don't don't blame them. Shit, blame the nigga. It's still a responsibility. His, his gang got to be better. If, if he not go, what Michael Jackson say? If you can't feed the baby, then don't have the baby, and don't think maybe. So you got to you got to coach her up all the way to that abortion room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you asked me a specific you asked me a specific question, so I was just. I don't have a problem with black women. I'm not yes, really. You do. I'm yes, not. You do. No, because if you ask me the same question about black males, and their and their part in the the struggles of the black community, I'd be able to, you know, give you bullet points about them. Also, were you raised by a black? You were raised by a black woman. Yes. And a black man. I had uh, male influences, but my father wasn't around. No. Okay. With that, all all three of us have that in common. We were raised by black women without a male in the household. In your, in your opinion, in this 2017, what needs to be the difference for the black community, especially in relation to the black woman now, that you're so hard on? I think, I think there are a lot of black women who need serious uh, psychiatric help <laughs> that, don't, that don't get it. Because okay. because they have, just like black males do, but we talk about black women, they have psychiatric problems that aren't treated, and that's why they treat their partner so bad, or that's why they treat their children so bad, or that's why they're absent parents, or, you know, it's a, the, the, the mental disability that they may have causes a lot of residual effects from it, mm. and they're not getting treated. And so now you it, beca- it becomes normal. You didn't say this shit last week, did you? When we had the doc when we had the no, doctor I, on I, there. I wanted to ask her a whole bunch of questions, but you know, she's coming back. She's coming back. But um she's coming back at the end of the month. Yeah, I can't wait. But that's that's one of the things that I think this is the main problem. A lot of misdiagnosed or undiagnosed mental issues from trauma of black women, how they were raised by their mothers, like Mike always say, the crack epidemic. You know, some of these women my age are legit crack babies or they have, you know, chemical imbalances that they're not treating. What about the educated black woman? What, what as far as what's her, what's her part in? Yeah. What's her issue? What's her problem? I don't think the educated black woman feels the need to contribute to the black community. Like you said that I need to run for office. Oh, wow. They, they don't feel attached to the struggle because they have been accomplished. They, they so they work so hard to get themselves in the position they are that they don't have the attachment to the community to the struggle, because they've only been worried about themselves, and that's how they became so successful is worrying about themselves. That's why they don't have kids and you know all that other stuff. You ever see the successful black woman like say a, a principal or mm-hmm. a, a, like Miss Patterson or a super uh, uh, not just a supervisor, any lady that gives out orders all day at work. Okay. 
Do you think some man is going to take that shit when she come home? And it's hard for her to take orders once she come home. So she, she, she's the most miserable woman it is. You know what I mean? Okay. If, if, if you hang around her long enough, you can see that. That goes for black or white. Like, men are not going to take too many, you know, unless it's a coward of a man. Like, he just uh, he just needs somewhere to stay. Okay. And okay. He, and he running to get the house shoes and shit with this bitches at the door. And he breaking his neck. Really? <laughs> just until they, to the weather break. <laughs> the weather break he breaking to I'm out of this bitch <laughs> mighty um I was gonna ask you you said all three of you grew up with uh out of father yeah. yeah yeah okay uh was that pretty prevalent with uh uh I guess all of your friends or anything like that yeah it's pretty prevalent in 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 the black community in general no 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 he's asked a specific question though yeah 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 yeah. Out of your friends. Oh, out of my, oh, yeah, okay. He's okay, asking okay. specific, not, okay, not the stereotype, you. not the, the generalization, but the, uh, the prevalence. Prevalent question. I'll let you go first. Out of your friends. A lot of my friends had their fathers. They did? Especially especially in grammar school. A lot of them uh, was in two-parent households. Okay. Okay. Magic? Yeah. It was, it was prevalent. Yeah. Of what? No no fathers. Yeah. You know, it, it was, uh, I could say, uh, Rice had his father. Dion had his father. Eric Nix had his father, but his father passed away early. Uh, you know, shit. I, I didn't have my father, but shit, I I, I knew right from wrong because my mother had some stronger than her father, and it was an extension cord with about 100 <laughs> feet of that motherfucker. Bombs! You ain't never got hit with an extension cord. You ain't never been hit with shit. I got hit with a belt. I got hit with a extension cord. I, I got hit that with a belt. That motherfucker make you straighten up in the in a the second it hit your skin. <laughs> I got you hit with a belt. The fuck I up. got hit I, with a fridge door. <laughs> you did? Yeah. A door. Fridge door. The whole door? Uh, nope. The freezer one. Yeah. God <laughs> damn, Kyle. You probably deserved it, Kyle. I no. did. I did. <laughs> no. A fridge door? Yeah. The freezer. Nobody one. wants to get hit with a. You okay, man? I guarantee you. Whatever I you, did, you did, did you ever do it again? Oh no! All right then. How many times did it happen? I I just went outside and played with my new shoes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you deserved it. You should have did what you was told. <laughs> and, and, and you still got the same wait, shoes wait, wait, on wait. as you had since that day. Bombs! The same shoes on since '86 in this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, um, but oh, I had a follow up question too. Let me let me answer the question though. Sure. The first initial one. Um, out of my friends. Um, four, five of them had fathers. I was one of the sixth one that did. So, um, that was a that was this that's a this uh that's a disheartening thing. I mean, we all turned out okay, but um, yeah, it's 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 something go something go the the great path that they should. They should have. They went, you know, different paths. It wasn't nothing illegal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so some, you saw a difference. Yeah, I saw a difference. And the the kids that had a two parent household and the kids that you you're, you're gonna see a difference in our period. You, you you do see a lot of difference. Two parent household shit, but you know, then again, you have some in the black delegation or in the other delegations that have two parent households, and that child still winds up. You know, going, doing, uh, uh, um, 
other things out other than what they're, the course of plan and what they're supposed to do. It's about how you raise a child. If, if, if you're going to spoil them and give them everything you think that that you didn't have as a kid or whatever, our parents gave us morals. Our parents gave us good grounded foundation of how things are, our life is going to treat you. Like, used to tell you shit like, it's a rough world out there, baby. You, you, you got to be ready for it. Like right. and, and and tell you things. There wasn't no joy in buying if you came home with a D or a F. Let alone three or four D's and F's. You know what I mean? It wasn't no no rewards for that shit. Nope. It wasn't no wasn't no uh I'm gonna I'm gonna still do whatever for you. We had to do chores. Saturday mornings was about chores and about the cartoons and cleaning up before you went outside. These children nowadays they have none of that shit. Right. They, they come in, you'd be amazed about the kids. That, Come in, I'll be like, how you want his hat, ma'am? Or how you want his hat, sir? However he want it. However he wants it. And I mean, I like, I want a mohawk and I don't want a zigzag sign on the side. What the fuck? I mean, right. like, we had one hat when we were shorties. And that was a, a fucking uh, crew cut or even all over. I, I had the bowl cut. The bowl cut. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the old private, huh? I mean, the the, uh, the marine hat cut. Did you ever, did you ever, uh, I remember, I want sidebar, I want, Mike, that Michael Bivens, they left that part out in the movie. The Michael Bivens cut. Everybody <laughs> everybody in 88 had a line yeah. going all the way around yeah. in the middle of their head. That was yeah. the Michael Bivens bowl cut. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga placed the bowl on top of your head and yep. cut it like that, just period. And put that line around there. But go ahead, what was your second question? Um, So you said you had friends that grew up without uh, fathers. Do you see a, a change in that now? Like, do you see more fathers in the household now, or do you see about the same, less? With, like, do you see a a trend going which way? I now I see what as I'm older now I see, um, still split. Some of them in the household, some of them are not in the household. Some of them. So pay, you pay, think pay, it's some, about the same? Some of them pay their child support. The cycle some some it somewhat continues, but. For different reasons, I I elected to be in the household from jump. Period. Uh, I mean, because it's my duty. It's as my it's my duty as as a man to do such. You know, I, I it, it doesn't. You know, um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Period. Right. right. So I mean, it's not no where it, it needs a you know commendation or. I'm a rarity or, you know, I'm a statistic or something like that. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, period. You know, you have to. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, <clears throat> piggyback, backing off what Jamal just said, that uh, there there are a lot of, there are a lot of fathers, black fathers who ain't aren't worth shit, don't have no type of responsibility or connection to their child. And there's also another hidden thing where uh, there are black fathers who do want to be involved more in their child's life, but the mother has so many accommodations that she needs for you to see your child that it becomes, uh, in, in a lot of cases, more of a hassle than it's worth, even though, you know, that kind of sounds bad, but being honest, you know, you got to jump through all these different loops that don't have anything to do with the child just so you can see your child. And there's a lot of fathers who uh, go through that, that want to be involved, that can't be involved because of the mother. So maybe same question, I guess, to both of you guys. Do you see a trend going 
upward where you see more fathers in the uh in the household or less or about equal? Less. It's really? More fathers dying now. It's more uh fathers going to jail now because it's they're getting younger. Okay. Yeah, they 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 like I said the foundation isn't laid to the point where they can stick around. They don't they don't really know they they you know becoming they self medicating themselves at an early age, and they're making uh not the best decisions. I mean, like when you become a, a what seventeen year old male, sixteen year old male, you know, take care of a child. What I mean, like he's trying to take care of himself. He's still a kid himself, right? Pretty much. And, yeah. a, and, a, yep. and a woman, and a woman is growing up, and she's trying to really. The young lady is growing up. She's trying to, you know, she she's that nurturer. She's that that provider. She's that, and she's taking on a role. At an earlier, if like I said, if you look at the front of the bus, man, there's so many fucking strollers and shit. You, the guy with the fucking in the wheelchair, he can't even have nowhere to sit. I mean, I, I've seen this, and it, and it's more prevalent now in the black community than in it's ever been, because it's it's a much sex is that is so much more open and exposed at an early age with these phones and the, and the internet and the uh, access it has to it to the to the naked eye itself, we didn't have that. You know, we we tried to look at a titty or some through old TV with the screen messed up. <laughs> the fuzzy screen. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was just, Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill was about as real as it got for us. But now they get to see all out threesomes and mm. gay porn and whatever you want to. You know, it's 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 at a different it's at a, it's at a different height of availability now to everybody not just for the kids but for the for the adults too and this and man I, I heard the story the other day and it, and it blew my mind and i still can't grasp it i, I still can't even tell it now you know, it, it fucked me up so i say it's worse i was gonna agree with mike and just quickly add two more points to uh him saying that it's worse uh we also have on top of the stuff that he said we also have women with this more um independent i don't need a man mentality so that adds to it and we also have uh the lesbianism where we have women with children and the father isn't involved because the woman has a girlfriend who's a stud or you know whatever so that's another thing that uh contributes that's in all delegations too so no i'm just delegation no i'm just talking about just you know this was the specific right. in our community uh, aspect. That's what you see in your community. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you something. I'm, uh, and I'm, this is now we're going off from what we just got through talking about. What he uh, he brought up about the the different types of. You said something to the fact that that uh, um, the upwardness of sex now. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Me. Yes. Sure. Now, our white women talk to. Not give up the vagina. Are they taught to give head and anal first, then vagina? Um, was that was that too much of a loaded question for you? No, I. <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, I'm not a woman, so I right, right, that. right. But um, I would say probably uh, go to giving head first, and you know, and that, but. I don't think it's that big of a taboo as as much as you might think. 
Okay. But they might, I mean, most of them, you know, wait probably till, I, they're probably even younger now that they, they get divergenized younger now. I don't even know what the stat. Yeah, Teen Mom is, is, you know, really debunked the theory about white women. Right. That, that whole MTV show. Yeah. It debunked the theory about, you know, whole the white delegation and stuff like that. The reason why I asked that is because 21 years ago, right, we mm-hmm. used to, I used to work with uh, um, a couple of whites um, down in city of Chicago, summer program or whatever. And she told me, we're taught, my mom taught me, give the head. And this is when prevalent, when, you know, you associated, you know, cock sucking and dick sucking with, with, with uh, uh, white women. Mm. Black women had a hard time wanting to do that. Am I right, Mike? If a lady gave you head back then, y'all was married without the papers. Bombs! I mean, married. And she would look up with, 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 your, with your cock in her hand and be like, you know, we together, together. <laughs> right? Bombs! <laughs> I promise you. Like, uh, Slap in her face, like we together now. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That so mean, that means she had access to all your shit. <laughs> right. So it wasn't so outward and and everything. Like you had to go through hell to get her to do that. She said she was taught do it, but don't take it in the vagina. I, I could definitely see that, yeah. I you can see that. I could see that, yeah. I, it's, um, having a kid is, is like a big thing in the in the white community. Like it's, I know a lot of moms tell you know, absolutely do not bring a kid home. You know, unless you all are married. Yeah. See, they pre they they practice and preach, marriage, right? Pretty much, they they tell them, hey. Go ahead and give them, you know, I'm guessing they're saying give them head on that, but wait until you're married to have sex. Okay. Now, this is years ago. Now. Now, it's probably way different. Bominati, Magic Mike. Yeah. Kyle Reese. Um, do you feel like now sex in 2017 is, is a... Is a is a reenactment of between um, people just like us. Sex is a reenactment of what you see in porn. Of course. Why do you say that, Magic? Your first year is you. You want to do everything that you want. You seen in the porn. Okay. And then you you find yourself just doing it because that's what you think sex is. Uh. Not like that shit you talked about a few weeks ago. <laughs> what I talk about? With a bro that had the dude legs in there, whatever, and she was riding him, and you couldn't tell who's the male. Yeah, I still been yeah. watching that video. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that, that, that's, I've been watching that video real yeah. hard. I got to show it to you. Yeah, you, you I want to see it? I'm going to show it to you. Man, you can get that, take that position and shove it up your ass. Bombs! But honestly, uh, that, that's, that's, that's just the way the mind works. Do what you what you it emulates what you seen earlier, well, and it's like a, that's what they mean by deja vu. It's really the internet that really exploded that. Just, I mean, I I remember back in the day when you you got a magazine or you got 
maybe a videotape, and that was a big thing. But now they can look up anything, anything yeah. that comes to their mind, they could look up, and, and there's probably that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did. I never. <clears throat> I never thought about pornos when I was fucking. I never thought about the moves or nothing like that. It's just really pornos was to beat my meat, and then that's the end of that. And then going to get the pussy is going to get the pussy. And I never put them together, honestly. Yeah, you ain't had no good Section Eight pussy till you fuck on the mattresses on the floor with no box spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you fuck on the futon. <laughs> or air mattress. Yeah, or outside. With some, some flaming hot sauce. When you're fucking in, in the bedroom, the kitchen, and the <laughs> living room all at once. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, bitch ass itchy. What's wrong with me? This bitch all in flaming hot sauce. Goddamn baby's head. She's <laughs> <laughs> in the bed. Oh, dirty ass kids. Hot Cheetos. Um, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, sex now is 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 with amongst these threesomes are norm. That's not normal. See, that's not normal. You say it's not normal Mm-mm. for the luck. Why do you say it's not normal? I don't know. About, well, they might be lying, but people I interact with or talk to or discuss sex with, I ain't talking about no threesomes. Everybody, everybody want commitment. You know, because diseases are so, everybody's so scared of getting stuff, so they don't want to participate in all that open fucking like that. I think the the, the prevalence of uh, social media and TV is really, so TV in this digital world has really made sex, um, the reenactment of, I mean, this is just my opinion, the reenactment of sex um, from porn, from a porn standpoint the mindset is to do what the, what you see in that video, like you know you gotta you got I've seen videos where the the I've seen one guy, um, one guy, face in the box, you know, giving oral, okay, while his you know his his member is in his come his, on man give us the give us the story man his dick is in in, in other bras pussy okay while he's on top all right. In that kind of position. Okay. That's not a normal position. To the you, it pos- might be. I mean, it, to you, it might not That's be, but to him, it might be. You say it's too much. You say it's too much sauce, and you said to me, it's not. I said to you, it might not be, but to him, it might be. Just like a threesome might not That's be normal said, to me. That's why I said be- now. That's why I said now. But it's not just like prevalent everywhere. It's not like you know. Uh, I'm trying to find this video. He hasn't lost the 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 aura of being taboo. It's not just like everybody just busting out threesomes. I think a lot of people lie about it, too. I think with social media comes a lot of people that exaggerate way, way, way too much about maybe their sexual exploitations or anything like that. Because with social media, I've noticed like a lot of people, they they make it seem like their lives are completely amazing and nothing's going wrong and they're having the best times of everything, sex, you know, going out, whatever. and Really, it's not like that, and you know, you know that they're not having, you know, whatever. And I think social media has really uh, boosted up that, like the. You you guys know what I mean? The uh, yeah. keep going, elaborate a little further. Um, 
basically with social media now, people uh, put out put out there like, oh my God, I went out tonight and we met all these people and we had such a great time and blah, blah, blah. And really it wasn't that great or anything like that. It's just that people always put that shit out there or always put, you know, whatever out there that is really just an exaggeration of what really happened. And I'm noticing that more and more now with people uh, putting shit out there that really isn't at all true or maybe a slight, slight bit of it is true, but they exaggerate most of it. And um, I'm noticing that a lot. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just comes with the territory or if it's uh, people just starving for attention. I'm not. I'm not quite That's sure. What it is. I agree about that. The starving attention yeah. is, is is a real prevalent, real serious, and everything. Just like you know, they said about with Drake, you know, being with you know, taking that picture with Nicki Minaj and shit. You know, that's like a big deal. And then they supposed to say Meek Mill took an L because of that. How? He stabbed. He stabbed already. He got that ass right. already. Right. No what lick, kind man. of L did he take? Because because they got Young Money back together or whatever. Wait, wait, what what happened now? Nicki Minaj broke up with Meek Mill early this month. Okay. I mean, in January. She takes a picture with Drake the other day. They just now posted a picture of them two together. Drake goes, you know, everybody's want to go back to, to the back-to-back record. Just well, like Drake was with Rihanna and Drake was with whoever yeah, else. something in that kind of vein like that, you know. But it's like the, like just keep saying Meek Mill's taking a loss. He's not really taking a loss at all, period. Taking a loss, he slammed that already. Right, bombs, right, right. He probably nutted all up in here. Bombs, no right. Loss. That, that was that no pulling out in 2017, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> None of that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, um, what else is going on real quick? Uh, we talked about Trump with the Muslim ban. We talked about that. Beyonce, you know, she's pregnant with twins. Good for her. Yeah. Maybe now she can sit her ass down now. It's time for her to sit her ass down. Beyonce? And not go on tour for the next four more years. What do you say? Yeah, Boo. probably, you know, enjoy your life. Go do something for yourself. You know? Shit, she works for, she's worth five. She's worth half a, bi- half a billion. Right. Go do something. Boo. Who what? You think she should go back on tour again? As soon as them babies come out the pussy, go right back on tour, Beyonce. Magic Mike? That's all she know, man, is the inner chain. That's all she been doing her whole life. She can't so fucking course, read. Of course she's going to come back. <laughs> Leave her alone. Hey. <laughs> she, she don't have no... If she can't read, man, and you can read, she got to have a billion. Who did what? Who should, would you rather switch places with her? With your good reading ass? Hell yeah. All right then. So you should have been somewhere dancing. Switch places with I her. I can't dance. Take Mike. it from Jay-Z. <laughs> I, I, I can't dance. Shit. I wish I could dance. But I think I she can't. went back and got her GED though. She went back to school and got her GED. Man. She right. bought her GED. Right, that bitch well, ain't read a book. Right. All right, well. You are hard a, on the black she woman. She took a boy. test. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Floyd Mayweather? He can't read. But he can box. What about Fantasia? Fuck Fantasia. What about no. R. Kelly? Okay. R. Kelly's a fucking pedophile. Why you keep bringing these? It's getting I'm, worse and worse. I'm, I'm talking about all these people. That can't, <laughs> hey, it's getting worse and worse. You know what? <laughs> who, who, who you, who's going to win? Real quick. Real quick. The episode of, uh, what's the name of the show? 
Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Oh, Jeopardy? Yeah, no. Not, not Will of Fortune. Will of Fortune. Who's on that episode? Probably. R. Kelly, Fantasia, and Beyonce. Probably R. Kelly. <laughs> I say Beyonce. She can't read. <laughs> <laughs> she can read, man. When it's a, it's a phrase on the R. bottom, Kelly's she don't even know what's going on. First letters, P. I, 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 he's going to like oh step, step, <laughs> side to side. Hey, <laughs> what if they put Beyonce's name up there and they just give them the... The vowels, the E and O. <laughs> <laughs> Silly man. That C, that C gonna fuck everybody up with that hyphen. That's good. I mean, not the hyphen, but the uh, asterisk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's gonna fuck everybody up. They fantasia be like, well, I can't do this. Change the retire. channel. All right, I was gonna ask you, what does the black delegation think about Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. What about him? Arrogant black nigga. I like him. You like him? Arrogant ass nigga. That's what and niggas niggas hate. I'm gonna tell you something about niggas. In the black delegation, we hate winners. We like hate them. niggas. We hate niggas that that's winners and and perennial winners. We hate perennial winners. Period. We rather see an underdog win than to see a motherfucking perennial winner win after over and over and over and over again. You've been an underdog for all our so, lives. So, <laughs> so the black community was going for uh, Manny? When it was no. 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 We was going for, for Floyd, but we just hate his arrogance. I like Him it. Him burning a $100 bill in a fucking nightclub. We hate his arrogance. I, I we wish hate I could arrogant do niggas because we like to be, because we want to be such. We want to be with six. We want to be worth six hundred million. Eight hundred million. But do you remember when we hate his arrogance, but we love Bishop Magic Wand. Bombs. I like him too. Go ahead. What was I gonna say? Oh. Real quick, Randy Brown got outed today. You yeah. see that, right? As the snitch. They said uh, Jimmy said uh, oh. they said Jimmy Jimmy and them said don't talk in front of Randy Brown because otherwise he go up there and tell um, management management everything that's being said in, in the locker room. He looked like a fucking snitch. Wait, what happened? Randy Brown, assistant coach to uh, Fred Hoiberg, he got outed today as uh, a snitch, going back and forth telling Gar and Paxson what the team is talking about, what they're doing and stuff like that. Um, yeah. They should whoop his ass. Yeah. I don't think Jimmy Butler can fight, though. I don't, man, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with the Bulls. They've been on a winning streak, though. They've been on a winning streak about it. I know, but the team seems like they're going to implode. You think so? So you letting the media di- dictate that to you. What's that? All right, hear me. I'm going to read it from the Chicago Sun-Times. Jimmy Butler and several other members of the Chicago Bulls have issues with the spying that goes on up in the locker room. Butler has warned new players that if they didn't want Gar Foreman to hear their criticism, don't talk in front of certain coaches, certain certain assistant coaches like Randy Brown. There's a belief that the Bulls like to gather as much ammunition on possible players so they can win the press conferences when the players leave the team. Source, they did it with Lou. They did it with Joe. And Derrick Rose, that's how they operate. Ain't that something? I remember what I was going to say before about Floyd, though. What did you guys think when he said uh, that thing about uh, Black Lives Matter? 
You remember when T.I. was admonishing him for it? Ignorant nigga. Yeah. Ignorant nigga. 600 million. He's from Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Grand Rapids of Flint. Which one? One of them is bad all the way down there. <laughs> you gotta, I wouldn't stop, slow down for shit going through there. Neither town. Don't go to Michigan at all. It's swastikas and boarded up houses. That's it. I'm going to tell you this, though. Black Lives Matter took a backseat this weekend with that band. Uh-huh. We ain't heard shit about no black lives no more. They was out there, wasn't they? They, 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 they like lowercase letters now. They said they didn't want to hijack the, the movement no, like they, everybody, well, like, they, like people they, did. They was, coming up, they, was, they was Now they saying Black Lives Matter was going after All Lives Matter now. No, they Black Lives Matter uh, put out a statement that said that they didn't uh, say nothing about the Muslim ban because they didn't want to hijack their movement like All Lives Matter tried to hijack. I watch my co- comedy career take over now, boy. I'm finna use all this shit to all my advantage. I don't give a fuck. Trump with that huge shit he got going on. Yeah, <laughs> like the, we got about they gonna knock him off, man. They gonna he gonna drink some coffee. He gonna die just like Harold Washington. Did. Oh, Damn. I said, uh- Look at my African-American friend over there. Isn't he the greatest? <laughs> Somebody going to say something to Mike about that Harold Washington comment. Who? Somebody. You know how sensitive these niggas is about hey, Harold Washington. Man, Harold Washington. They, they killed Harold Washington. I'm saying they gave him some coffee and he died. He had a massive heart attack. He had just left him eating, man. Harold Washington was, they tried to say he had a massive heart attack, but the people that be, the lady that actually did the, the autopsy on him, Staying on 74th and Vernon. So she actually told us about what happened to her Washington well, what in 1996. What happened? Because I'm too young to know. He had a massive heart attack, which was induced by a poison that was given to him that mm-hmm. he drunk. Huh? And it was in his coffee. Shit. Yeah. She, she didn't bring it to the public because she didn't want to get killed, pretty much. No, she she actually Shit, speaking right. about that, you know we got to speak about that real quick. Go ahead. What you about to ask, though? Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, I think two weeks ago I told you guys that I've learned more about the black delegation in that uh, through this podcast than I have uh, the whole time recording or just, you know, being friends. With, you have? Yeah. Merch. For, on baby. Hand <laughs> claps. Uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you know. Yeah, because I'm paying you too. At the same time, I'm glad you you know you're learning. Uh, well, really, I I want to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We you appreciate know, you, you know that. Another you one that's busted and made his way onto this fucking podcast now. Magic yeah, Mike. Just, it just used to be just me and you. Yeah. Now we got additionists. You should <laughs> take a sense of pride that people want to participate in your podcast. Yeah, take this, some pride. Because if this pay, shit was whack, I wouldn't be here. Pride and pain. Also, to it say you got pain. Need some cream in the door. Right. Right. Off in that little room over there, man, looking at each other in the face, having a conversation. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and drinking um, some champagne. I think that first night. Yeah, we was drunk that night. I was yeah. I had a couple of tears rolling that night. For <laughs> real, <laughs> uh, it was a couple of tears. Um, magic. Did you see about the lady, eighty-two-year-old woman, who said Emmett Till didn't do what he what he did? Yeah, ain't that some shit, man? Yeah, she get on her motherfucking uh, uh, when she about to meet the Lord or whatever, or go back into the grave, or go back physically, go back into the earth. At eighty-two years old, she gonna sit up and say he didn't do it. He didn't whistle at her. He didn't go. He didn't do none of that. You know what I heard? What? 
whenever you see somebody old and white, an old white person, uh huh, never feel sorry for. Just know they ain't fucked over a bunch of niggas. Bombs. So I'm sorry, but what happened? <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> Did you just make that up or is that no, true? A, a See, black, that's black sarcasm right there. An old black man told me that. I was like, man, look at that old white man coming across the street. He said, fuck him. <laughs> he said, let me see an old hunky in this motherfucking earth. Just know he didn't put a lot of pain on the black man. Bomb! Some type of way. He said, fuck him. I hope the bus went. <laughs> so... That's black sarcasm that's, that's right there. That's what I there. thought of when, I, when that lady came out with that. Yeah. I thought about Booker. I said, God damn. The Booker was right. And he told me this in like 2000. Really? He said, don't you never feel sorry for no white motherfucker. They ain't did shit, but they flick pain on black people. He told me that. Hey, Bubba Natty, what's your thoughts on that? Young black delegation. Man, you know how I feel about white people. That old bitch know didn't nothing happen. Them, them fucking, that mob of white niggas <laughs> uh-huh. knew did nothing happen. So, fuck them white people, man. If Can't y'all ride past 71st and Jeffrey and y'all see Obamanani dancing in the uh, Statue of Liberty, never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Face white. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. <laughs> Mike need to stop telling people to approach me because he is gonna get somebody fucked up. <laughs> Every week he telling somebody to approach me, he gonna get somebody really That's fucked up. Show, man. Look. He's out there finning the signs for the culture. Doing the candy girl, really cow, really cow. We make so much progress. <laughs> Oh man, Reasonable hey. Ignorance Podcast now on SoundCloud, now on Spreaker. Now, thank you, Obama Nadi. Now on Spreaker. Thank you, Obama Nadi. Thank you, all 600 fans on Reasonable Ignorance fan page, too. It's a fan page. I will be adding you all. Jamal will be adding you all, his friends. Reggie will be, Obama Nadi will be adding his friends. His guests will be adding her friends to the only page. Only one friend. And listen. Every day we away from you, my mom's another day we getting closer to see you again. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. We we, we appreciate everybody, all 600 of you all that listen to us on the, that's join the page. BLT, uh, Chicago Stories by Mike coming up next week. I got you, BLT. I got you. Hey, um, once again, like he said, thank you to all of you. Thank you, Kyle Reese. Thank you, Obama Daddy, uh, Jugs Money. Um, most importantly, Magic Mike. Dutch, Sour Dutch, your birthday coming up next week. Yeah. Um, Come in, man. Uh, uh, thank you to all the uh, Cheap Delicious, Jessica Star Wright, Brian Turner, um, uh, Greg Burke. Fat Liver Jones. Fat Liver Jones. Shout out to Fat Liver Jones. Um, Ken Jenkins. Yeah. Shout out to shout out Shells 86. Yeah. Jay Gooder and everybody who's came and helped made a success here. Peaches. Um, what about my man and drink? The drinker. The drinker. They bought the, the, the light skin they do. They bought the, uh, the beers. Ron Bacardi. Shout Bacardi. out to my man Ron Bacardi. Yeah, He's going to yeah. come back on soon. Yeah, we're going to get you out of here. Coach um, Moses. What about Onika, who made the beer? Yeah, Onika. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by Cheap Delicious. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, the Bigs. 
Yeah, shout out to the bigs. Yeah, y'all doing y'all thing. They man. are y'all really the high are. school games. Y'all they see are. y'all at the high, uh, the Bulls games. Y'all don't care. Y'all don't discriminate at all. I like what y'all doing, so y'all keep doing it. Black y'all. sports media, you have we have to please the bigs. Shout out to the bigs. Eugene McIntosh, Terrence Tomlin. Um, look them up. Follow them, Chicago. If y'all uh, anywhere tonight, which is Thursday, come out to the red carpet. Uh, I'll be at the red carpet with Marlon Mitchell, Leon Rogers, M. Dubs, Marvin uh, Phipps, my man Sean Morgan, Sean, Sean Monroe. Sean Monroe. Sean Morgan is another comic, too. Right. You know, so uh, y'all come on out, man. Y'all support. We we appreciate you all. And uh, Basically, we thank, do you, without you, thank all. you to everybody. Right. Everybody. That, that's that's me. Thank you. Mighty White is cutting us off. Thank you. That means we cannot do this without you all. I'm not cutting you off. I'm just saying thank you, everybody. Right. Seriously. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast now on iTunes, now on SoundCloud, now on Spreaker. Episode 83. Yes. In the books. Bombs! <laughs>